You are listening to Infinite Beat on Radio Valencia. This is Topaz Zoo. And you are just listening to a new one from my former guest, Claus. This is off his new EP um, on Left Hand Path called Stagian Morass. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Uh, that track was called Houston, We Have a Problem. Uh, so tonight, uh, a little bit about me, basically. Um, I am playing a show with my friend, uh, Downwards artist Lane Marie Davidson and Takaki Ito for Sure Thing's second anniversary party at Club Six Basement. Uh, so come through. The lineup is insane. It will be a very, very good show. Two years uh, of Sure Thing parties doing just spectacular, spectacular stuff. So today I have a very special guest. He is a brilliant, um, brilliant artist who has a self-release EP called No More Soul. Um, and he's played many respected institutions of house and techno here in San Francisco, like Outpost and Hospitality, I believe he's also played. And uh, yeah, I have a lot of love for this guy. So I have Saper here in the studio with me. Hello, sir. Hello, hello. How's thanks for having me, Topazu. Oh, thanks for thanks for coming in, Saper. Um, so, this has just been on my mind for a while. But uh, last night, I went to Surface Tension, which was a fantastic showcase with Bill Converse, Aurora Halal, Piano Rain. Um, just amazing lineup. <laughs> amazing, amazing lineup. Just spectacular, nonstop. Everybody was just on point. And I was actually talking to one of the performers, Aurora Halal, and we were talking about performance anxiety because it was just recently in sort of music, I guess, techno music news. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was in the tabloids, in the rave tabloids It was lately. in the rave tabloids, exactly. TMZ of rave, a.k.a. Resident Advisor. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, also known as also Fact Magazine, uh, yeah, did a story about definitely. it. But DJ Skirt, who is just a very well-respected techno DJ, um, she is just playing huge shows. Just sort of came out and said, "I can't. I don't want to DJ anymore. Basically, I have so much performance anxiety that it just has completely disabled my creativity. I don't want to do this anymore." Um, so we started talking about performance anxiety. Like, what do you, do you experience that? Like, does that surprise you? No, completely not surprising. And I experience it 300%. <laughs> like, that's a thing that people need to realize that happens to literally everyone. Oh, the yeah. most confident DJ in the room that everybody is like worshiping and stuff on the deep, deep down inside is like, I really hope everybody likes me after this set. I really, really care about what everybody in this room thinks of me. Or, you know, there could be a million reasons for anxiety. You know what I mean? But that's just kind of one of them. I get it all the time. <laughs> Although it doesn't seem that way sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like constantly tripping, you know? <laughs> Life can be just anxiety a lot of the time. You know what I mean? It's just, mm -hmm. I guess, how people handle it. Like, I, I also wonder if there are, like, once you get to that level of respect and notoriety, you have so many releases out, you are getting booked all over the world, people are flying you out, people yeah. are paying you thousands of dollars. A lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure for someone. So it 
does it seem like I don't know does it seem like um, like once you get to a certain level too it doesn't get better when you get better when your when your skills get better yeah and it actually it seems to get worse <laughs> yeah definitely I mean it's one of those things where it seems like certain people are able to deal with it and certain people are not you know what I mean there's some, a lot of yeah. artists that I respect and know that are just machines and they just keep doing it you know what I mean because that's all they know how to do it's like they were born to do this but so many other people come from a background of like the reason why they're so good was because they're like social outcasts or like the reason why they're so creative and good is because they were not in the public eye in the first place right you know they're like I'm creating all this amazing stuff because nobody's watching me. And, and once you get to that level, it's like, wh- I can't even do my thing anymore because all, there's so much, you know, especially when the whole music industry th- get, thing gets involved, you know, and like we're talking about the whole tabloid culture of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So-and-so is the headline institution, ABC, blah, blah, blah. And right. you're sitting there like, oh my God, I'm quote unquote headlining a quote unquote institution. You know, it's like, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to handle. <laughs> Do you think there's a difference between performing, like, let's say, a live PA in comparison to DJing someone else's music? Like, DJing your hero's music. Like, do you think that that changes the anxiety level, or do you think it's quite similar? I mean, I think it's quite similar, but I have to say that playing your own music live is a whole other level of vulnerability. You know what I mean? True. Because me, a lot of times, I can, like slam a DJ set out that most people be like oh that was so dope blah blah blah. but when I think about like playing my live set out which I've been building for so long and I still haven't done it's for that reason right there you know what I mean it's like putting your heart out there I'm like the most insecure guy when it comes to my music by the way it's like you know what I mean like if the whole live set thing is it's just like you're putting your your butt naked you know what I mean (laughs) your butt naked and just out there, you know, whereas DJing, you're in a little shawl. You have a little, you know, yeah. some undies on. Yeah. The anxiety undies you're that you wear to protect yourself. <laughs> you're not <laughs> You're not a prickly pear. You're a yeah. soft pear. I'm a soft pear. Yeah. <laughs> and how about collaborating? Do you think that it's different? Do you think playing with someone else relieves some of that anxiety for you? Yeah, 100%. Because if they mess up, it's on them. No, just kidding. But no, definitely. I mean, there's when you're playing with somebody, it's having somebody that can like spot you or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of times where I'm like so glad that I'm tagging with somebody because I'm like, okay, I have no idea why I just played that. That was a total bomb. And then they come in and like save it. You know what I mean? Or you bomb together both at the same time. And you kind of look at each other like, dude, uh, we just, you know, pooped the bed a little bit together. <laughs> So we're now both in a poopy bed together, swimming in poop. But it's like, in, you know, so it relieves the anxiety a little bit when you're right. both in a poopy bed. <laughs> but that's why collaboration is so important on so many different levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Camaraderie in music mm-hmm. is like key. Yeah. To, to, to a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. To some people, maybe the people that get anxiety over like, you know, DJ skirt or whatever. Maybe it's not. Maybe they're, you know. Yeah. They feel like they're on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And speaking of collaborations, um, you were speaking right before the show, and you are doing some stuff with Michael Claus. Yeah, I hope I'm not blowing the lid too early here, Michael, <laughs> if you're listening. But uh, yeah, Michael and Cassidy, aka CM4, are 
they just kicked off their label Outpost, which was originally a party that they did with our late friend Johnny, aka yes. Nact. So they are starting label, you know, in his honor, you know, basically mm-hmm. to keep it going and stuff like that. And I'm really proud, actually, of Michael and Cassidy because they've taken on this whole crazy like we're gonna get this done blah, blah. oh send me stems right now you send me that oh by the way I, already, I just remixed the stems you sent me like an hour ago and be oh, like wow. cranking out tracks oh this is gonna be a release we're gonna do this like in blah blah in two months and stuff like that yeah. and so we already have a bunch of stuff lined up that we're all working on and they're definitely taking a cool approach in that it's like it's more like it's not just like shining light on one person it's like we're all gonna remix each other's stuff all the time constantly and yeah. like it's we're gonna do different interpretations of the same sample or something and doing stuff like that so that the music really shows as like a s- true collaborative effort which is goes hand in hand with like what Johnny would want you know what I mean and, st- and people in the Bay Area scene that are working towards you know what I mean mm-hmm. so that's why I'm happy to be a part of like that um, so yeah that's you know Check your record stores coming up soon. <laughs> but, but, it's coming. It's coming. Outpost. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's super motivated. Yeah. I think, this year. I like yeah. that. I do too. All it takes is a fire to light under a scene sometimes and then boom. And I feel the love. I mean, you know, you feel the love. I oh, feel yeah. the love. I've been hugging people a lot more and longer, you know? <laughs> I've been calling people a lot. <laughs> Message. <laughs> like, I have. Um, I have the most ridiculous Facebook message groups yeah. that we won't let go of yeah, because yeah. we just are we are so connected and will not take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah. And that's crazy for me, you know what I mean? Because I'm always Mr. Bottle Up Guy and now these days I'm I like, never see you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Yeah. It's good. It's it's on a good path. We just gotta keep these efforts sustained, so to speak. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. it's easy to get, like, away from the point sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, do you have any shows coming up, any releases, besides the one that you recently released in February? Actually. Yeah. Um, I Another big one that I have lined up that's finally coming out that's been in the works for, like, literally two years. Two is, years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, I was, I was young when I made that track. I was a wee <laughs> little... Juicy pear. That was, small, juicy. I was a small juicy pear, that, and now I'm losing my juice. Just kidding. It's on uh, Black Catalog, which is Monty Luke's oh, label. Yeah, I don't know if you know yeah. Monty Luke. Mm-hmm. Monty Luke's the man, by the way. Big up, big up, shout up, the boy Monty Luke. <laughs> and um, it's going to have a DeMarc Cantu remix on there, Fantastic. which is like huge for me because I, I've been trying to sort of penetrate this proper, you know, Midwest rave thing that I've been so, like, that I've loved for so long with my own music and releases, so that's kind of like a initial jump into it, so that's hopefully, we're getting test pressing soon, so hopefully it's gonna finally come out in the next couple months or so, so that's gonna be legit. It's a three-tracker. Two two originals and one remix. And that's gonna be a vinyl release. 12-inch. Yeah. Exciting. (laughs) So that's gonna be cool. Um, and then show-wise, I've been on like a mini hiatus, but I'm coming back to open for Funk and Even. 
Oh. This is an announcement, by the way. It's not online anywhere. So, but I'm opening for Funkin' Even at Hospitality mm-hmm. on April 15th, I believe. That might be wrong, but it's mm-hmm. coming soon. So that's that's huge for me, actually. That's fantastic. That's He's like amazing. Also, one of my heroes, you know. So. Like I said, see, I've never been the anxiety guy, ever. I'm always like, the one, oh, I'll slam your party right now, blah, blah. But now when it's like I'm getting these gigs where it's like straight up heroes and people, you know what I mean? It's like I'm really like tripping about my selection and stuff. Yeah, I'm feeling so. that myself. I'm playing with Takahito and yeah. Mary Davidson. <laughs> it's, and I think it's good to never have that feeling leave you. You know what I mean? To yeah. be like. Not necessarily engulfed by worry or something, but be excited or whatever yeah. that whoever you're playing with, no matter how big you are, you know? Because yeah. no matter where I go or how big I get, I'm always going to be like, oh, dude, I'm playing fucking even. Are you kidding me? This is going to be epic. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be amazing. I got I to gotta prep up for this right here. You know? Yeah. Prep up. Prep up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it is 421. My eyes are really bad. We sorry. just missed 420, unfortunately. We did just miss 420. Wah, sorry. Wah. Um, I'm going to have you take over the show. Was there anything in mind that you had uh, in terms of your set that you were going to play today? Um, It's pretty, it's a mixed bag. It's going to be some random <clears throat> stuff, old stuff. A lot of it's going to be in the vein of techno. Um but I'm really excited to play some Midwest finds for my last. I, I played in Detroit and Cleveland a, a month and a half ago or something, mm-hmm. and I found some record stores like that really had like amazing stuff in there from locals. You know, mm-hmm. um, I went to this record store called Bent Crayon in Cleveland, which was like amazing. This place had like an epic selection, and it was so cutty. You know, <laughs> super cutty spot. <laughs> and I'm gonna be playing a lot of records I bought from there so uh not any no direction in general but you know it's gonna be pretty classic Sapera style physical physical experience it's gonna be physical (laughs) physical like juicy pear a physical juicy pear that you bite into and just enters your your body well, you are listening to Infinite Beat. This is Topaz Zoo. I am here with my favorite juicy pear. It's a pear. It's a pear. By the way, that's, that's how it's pronounced. It's a pear. <laughs> Just for the, since I'm on the radio waves, I know you people that call me Sephir are listening. All right. <laughs> we just had a conversation about how people butcher his name, and the juicy pear is not there. So. <laughs> Thank uh, you for having me so much. Well, thank you. Uh, you're again. You're listening to Infinite Beat. This is Radio Valencia, and you are about to listen to an exclusive mix by Sapere.
are now tuned in to the intergalactic sounds. Free yourself, free yourself. Boom. now traveling through a different galaxy. I think you've heard about it. Um, it includes the Trappist planets. That's where we're at now. We're at the Trappist house. This is called the Trappist house. It's a galactic vibe. Big up.
wormholes. with the best infinite beat selectors big ting vibes big ting vibes you are now entering the wormhole but but selector big tings
Start getting minimal.
Jack did have a groove.
message from Saper. You are now live from Infinite Beat. Saper, Tapazu. And I just want to let you know, keep your fire burning. Don't ever let it go out.
on you.
Thank you for tuning in. This is my second to last track. Thank you to Tapazu for having me. This is Infinite Beat. Big up, big up. Big ups to all the women in electronic music. That's all I'm going to say. Peace out.